Yo, what's going on everybody? My name is Streams by Ryuk and this is Yo Invite. Yo, what's going on, everybody? My name is Streams by Ryuk, and this is Yo Invite, the podcast where I bring together your favorite geeks, gamers, and goofballs into one place so I can talk about all the things that are pushing our culture forward. Now, before I get into the podcast today, I have to make sure I introduce our lovely guest and host. But first things first, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We have a TikTok. We have a instagram and we have a twitter all at yo invite that's at y-o-i-n-v-i-t-e make sure to follow us so you can get all the invites and all the updates on the podcast all the updates on the latest geek and gamer news and all the future updates on future yo invite events now time to introduce my lovely co-host and our lovely guest for this beautiful evening first things first i got my co-host can't do the podcast without him love seeing him on the podcast every week dedicating his time dedicating his energy and trying to help us push out something great ruben talk to him a lot of pun merciless merchant you know what it is speak to him man so today I learned that nothing. I learned nothing new today. But it's great to see everybody back again this week. <laughs> Going to have a great show. I agree. I agree. I'm excited for today's show. I'm excited. I'm all adjusting the webcam and stuff like that. My bad. And next up, I got to introduce our guest for today. Both returning guests from season one of the podcast. First things first, I got to introduce my homie that I've known for a very long time. He helps me out in any co-op game I need. I know I could count on him if I need to call for a talk or really to ask what's the best Korean barbecue spots in town. Talk to him, Rudy. Just don't tell him the best barbecue spots yet. That's for us. That's for us, bro. All right. I definitely won't tell them about... Okay. <laughs> um, how's it going, guys? Good to be back. You know, looking forward to these segments. Really looking forward to these segments, you know, and also happy to see, you know, returning faces, you know, really great group of guys we got around right here. So let's see how this goes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to have you back on. And another returning guest onto the podcast. You know him. You love him. He gives the most accurate takes. He won't tell you anything bad like it is unless you really need to hear it, especially when it comes to a fighting game. Rankins, 
aka Dankins. Talk to him. Yo, thanks for the invite to your invite. Happy to be back for season two. So uh, I got my research done and I'm ready to hop into these topics as soon as you are, man. So I'll give it back to you. We got some interesting topics for today, too. I know you were super, like, detailed on them. Like, yo, okay, I see what's going on here. So I think it's time we uh, set course and get into them, gentlemen. What do you say? Time to uh, get your invite started? Yes, sir. Let's do it. For sure, for sure, for Let's sure, for sure. Get it. Let's get it. All right, y'all. Well, officially, I want to welcome everyone to Yo Invite this week. Let's get into the Yo Invite news. Now, first thing is first. I'm going to have to deliver some news that... I feel like it's for a specific community, but a community that welcomes all as long as you uh, get good. I'm talking about that League of Legends community, boy. You know what I'm saying. Listen, listen, listen. So League of Legends is actually getting a Paramount Plus series, y'all. Look, let me break it down. League of Legends has been a dominating game with a dedicated fan base since the launch of 2009. Pumping out several shorts, more merchandise and toys for fans to enjoy and the good news just keeps coming in for you guys with a series coming straight to paramount plus see the series will present a new take on a old spin that we already know and love see the show is going to be operating on paramount plus under the title players players will take place in the form of a comedic documentary that follows the ups and downs of a fictional esports team. This project has a strong potential considering that it's the beginning of something being created by the same creators of American Vandal. So there's no official release date with this, but we'll be following the story closely and keeping you all updated. Something I wanna know is, what type of hints and Easter eggs related to the League of Legends community do you all want to see as League of Legends players? And do you feel like the documentary style comedy, similar to The Office and Parks and Rec, is getting a little overrated and burnt out? All right, Ruben. How about you talk to him with another live action new? You know, honestly, thanks for the switch off there honestly yeah there's so many live action shows going on nowadays it's kind of crazy i don't know why people can't leave shows alone sometimes but that's just that's for later anyways <laughs> coming to me another very loyal sometimes uppity fan base is getting a uh also a paramount plus live action tv show release uh thought to be Still in development hell. Halo is finally getting and moving uh, forward with their TV series uh, set to come out sometime in 2022. 
So from what I know, uh, Master Chief, the titular protagonist, will be the central character of the series. Uh, and he's going to be played by uh, Pablo Schraber. Uh, if you don't know who Pablo Schraber is, uh, he's been... His, uh, some of his older work includes The Wire. Uh, and then some other places like American Gods, Skyscraper, Orange is the New Black, etc., etc. Uh, I think he'll be a pretty good fit for the role. Because uh, apparently this man is 6'5". I mean, it's nowhere near Master Chief height, but I mean, it, it, it's alright. It's up there. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so apparently uh, the show is going to be taking place. It's going to be a, what I hear, a faithful um, like a recreation of the it has incredible respect for the canon. So I don't know if it'll be a completely faithful uh, recreation of, say, the games and like live action form, but it will respect the canon heavily. Um, and you like utilizing the franchise for, uh, framework with the War with the Covenant and uh, such like that. So for this, what do you think about all the live action shows that are coming out for? games uh and like traditionally animated um pieces of media uh like what are your thoughts on them in general and do you think that this halo tv show will follow through on its promise to be a part and be as canon as possible or do you think they're going to be taking some extra liberties that might uh push it into its own direction that's back to you kevin I like that last question you asked because that's something I was also considering and thinking, but we'll get into that soon. With our final news story, though, I want to talk about another live action, almost said film, but live action series coming out. I wanted to say film because I don't know, y'all. They just pump them out so quick. It's just like film after film, series after series. But let me not let me not digress. So Netflix has officially revealed the title of the first One Piece live action episode. The title, Romance Dawn, is possibly a nod to the beginning of the entire One Piece story. Romance Dawn is a One Piece one shot that follows the main protagonist, Monkey D. Luffy, and the first arc of the One Piece franchise, showing how he got his powers, his connection to what it means to be a pirate, and the reason why he just does what he wants. You see, once again, just because we're civilians and we get these articles for um, places like IGN and Geek Tyrant, we don't know much. But when we do know enough, we will share it all to you and keep you all updated. My question is to the One Piece community, was this something that you all wanted? And is this something that you're all accepting because One Piece can't do any wrong? Or are you scared that One Piece will get the Death Note treatment? That's going to conclude it for our news segments. So real quick, does anyone have anything in, like they have to say about any of these news segments? Because honestly, it's a uh, live action packed uh episode i have to say all this news about live action this live action that i haven't seen this much live action news since um 
I think Uncharted and The Last of Us was starting to come out with more details back in season one of Yo Invite. What y'all think? Well, I'll go ahead and say my piece. I think uh, the first two bits of news you mentioned, the League of Legends show and the Halo show, have a better shot because they're not adapting anything specific that's already been done. That League of Legends show, it's honestly, it sounds like it's just going to be some sort of comedy show that uses the backdrop of League of Legends. Yeah. Um, which is a little concerning because whenever I see people write about gamers, uh, it's usually not uh, a very apt portrayal, I guess I'd put it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm interested. Uh, I'm, it sounds like they got a good director behind it, but I don't know how much they understand hashtag gamers. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that'll be interesting to see. And it's interesting because um, I'm going to go back. I Hopefully I didn't skim through this, but the series follows a eSports team. A fictional mm. esports team that's going to be put through the trials and uh, tribulations of being a esports e team. It's going to follow like a 17 year old and their 27 year old, I want to say, uh, veteran, and like them trying to get over their egos, egos so they can end up winning something great for their team. So it's going to follow that, but in the same style as The Office and Parks and Recs. So like you said, I'm scared they don't know like hashtag gamers, as you would say, because for we got to look at the people who are creating this. This is the people behind American Vandal. If you haven't watched American Vandal, it's when the high school student goes and creates this massive prank to the point where he gets, I think, suspended. And um, this kid uh, who is interested in film is trying to make a documentary on if the kid is innocent or not. But it's very goofy, very like, you know, they talk about like, in a, I don't want to say what it is, but like inappropriate stuff like that, which like kind of toilet humor-ish. So stereotypic, stereotypically what we would find funny in high school is what they went for. So like you say, hashtag, hashtag gamers, how much are they going to hit on the fact that, oh, you didn't CC enough, you know what I mean? Or you didn't, uh, did you not watch the bush? Like as a as a League of Legends player or something like that, like stuff that makes that community giggle. I just can't wait until these esports players are using the wrong terms for the game. I'm just looking forward to that moment. Right. I I, I just feel it. I just feel one episode a term is gonna get misused and everyone's gonna jump on them. Right. <laughs> and they're not gonna be ready for that. No, they're not. Anyone have anything else to say about any of these articles? A whole lot of live stuff. Um, I go about on the Halo show. I don't know uh, how y'all feel about Halo. I, I assume you have overall positive opinions on the series. I love Halo. The books especially. The books yeah. are really good. Yeah. The, I like I it's like one of the most iconic games that come out ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think what... what, what uh, Ryuk just was caught out on with the books. They've been doing these Halo side stories for a long time. Um, so the idea of them doing a live action show, you know, it's it seems plausible. You know, they've mm -hmm. they've made 
books with other characters and with Master Chief himself. Mm-hmm. So as long as they don't try, as long as they don't try too hard to make it central to the canon, I think it'll probably be good enough. I don't know if it'll be spectacular, mm-hmm. but it, I, I think it could be fine. You're saying this when this is spearheaded by Steven Spielberg himself? Oh, yeah. I forgot that detail. Actually, that it could be hype. It could be hype. I have a lot of feeling he's going to do Master Chief well. Yeah, I forgot yeah, that really little cool. detail there. Yeah, that makes a big difference. First off, he's going to... I don't want him to ready player one this goddamn live action show, so <laughs> I really don't. I have too much respect. <laughs> That's a good point. Steven Spielberg doing it. <laughs> Way too much respect. <laughs> yeah, if I remember correctly, um, then then they talk about how they were gonna also focus on more like a like add a little more drama, like at least just to like to keep on to keep on their end, but also try to keep it like the most canon they can you know like i feel like the route with drama is i don't know drama you can make it really your own and then you can that's where you can kind of mess up a lot of things like say if you had like like a key component in like many shows is like romance right you know so if he kind of messes messes around with that then it'll it'll change things up a lot in like in the halo community i don't know like it's, it's just a bunch of like key factors and and like many films that are used that they could try to utilize that could end up changing some things so i'm kind of scared on that before i piggyback off that i just want to say shout out to mellow 88 with the eight bits donated in the chat make sure to follow us at you know or at streams by Ryu underscore Ryu go on Twitch, uh, so you can uh, join us on the live podcast. Appreciate you. Um, when you say romance too, this is something that the Halo community has already experienced. Cause um, you say drama, you say romance, and when you say these two words, for me, I start thinking about Halo Four, Halo Five. Sometimes I didn't really play Halo 5, but Halo 4 for sure is what I think about when you say drama, when you say romance, because of the Chiefs relationship to Miss Cortana. And as I say that, my room turns blue. So, <laughs> yeah. His relationship to Cortana is very romantic, it seems like he loves her. He goes to the ends of the earth for her. So interesting if they will play off that. Good eye, Rudy. Does anyone have anything else to say about these new segments? Wait, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up. Rudy, 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 Rudy. I'm sorry. I time my yes. mic. One Piece. <laughs> Come on. Now. Oh, man, I'm scared. You gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> I'm scared. Right. I'm legitimately scared for that one. I don't know. They just... Live action, when they try to, like, adapt it, to live action, they 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 tend to butcher a lot of things, and especially because it always feels rushed. You know, you try to squeeze like a lot of story into like 
one one sitting you know so and one thing i'm i'm afraid of is just how how it's going to look you know cuz mm-hmm. things are just better to be seen in like 2D you don't want to see things in 3D it just kind of makes things look uglier <laughs> and cgi we don't know how well that's going to be you know that can either like make something or break something and in the case of these uh, anime adaptations they always break it <laughs> i 100% agree with rudy there i think especially one piece just the regular character designs are so out there like i think the average height of most people's probably like 8 feet tall um yeah. or right there there's already an issue um in in romance dawn there's a character that's called uh axe hand morgan um if you couldn't guess he has an axe for a hand um holy community so <laughs> i i i just like how is that going to look and so many yeah. things look fine animated you're just drawing it. it but when you know it's trying to do the practical or probably they'll do cg it's just not going to look good mm-hmm. and especially luffy he's stretching oh. all the time they're not going to have they're probably going to minimize how often luffy actually stretches cuz that's just going to be expensive if he's just stretching yep. all the time so yeah i'm i'm concerned they're going to rush through it and it's going to look ugly I swear they're about to save money by having Luffy like go through like a like a Photoshop editor and just like stretching out his arms and limbs. Every time this man stretches, yeah, just stretch the image. Yeah, it'll be in, it'll be in slow motion so they can go frame by frame, just pulling it. And just... <laughs> there you go. That'll Honestly, that'll work, right? That'll be it. That that'll save all the money. What yeah. like ten ninety nine per month and shit? That's. <laughs> The steel. <laughs> One of the worst things that can happen is, is if they try to add like onomatopoeia. You know? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's just god awful. I really would no. not like that. <laughs> Please. It's just <laughs> that looks you know, so bad. A, you know, honestly, wait, wait, wait. I saw I don't know if you guys know about it, but there was this commercial in Japan about something unrelated to one piece entirely i forgot exactly what it was but they had some live action like one piece like models like used for the commercial again i don't know why japan i don't know they love one piece <laughs> but it looked there. yeah but they do yeah <laughs> but it looked really good if america can copy that even a little bit i'd be okay at least for this one episode <laughs> Is this American-made? I actually don't know that detail. Uh, because I know, like, there was the Full Metal Alchemist uh, live-action and Attack on oh, Titan live-action that were Japanese that were still also garbage. Oh, yeah, that's also true. So, <laughs> it, I, I mean, we do garbage live-action stuff in both sides of the world. Um, yeah. So if we're more consistent wait, at it. <laughs> is, is Oda, like, part of the production, like, in terms for... Let me let me check that. If the creator of One Piece is like, please, please tell me he is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm well, not sure. While you check that, may I say, because uh, someone said in the chat, um, Mello said in the chat, I'm scared to start 
One Piece because of how long it is. Well, now that there's a live action, Rudy's going to hate me for saying this. Now you can start One Piece without any no, problems. No, no, hey, no. There you go. You I don't no. care. I don't you know care. Okay. I You're don't saying this? Care. Okay. Let people start watching Death Note and the live action. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you're going to say that, then they have to watch that Death Note movie that? too. I think that's fine. That way, liar. when you have a nasty taste in your mouth from the awful appetizer that is the live action Death Note, you will enjoy, savor, remember, cherish the one beautiful season of that entree which is death note the anime and you you're can't tell me lying to me. Nah, you're just straight up nah. telling me a lie to my face i've gone through the music Bro, to... I, as a death note fan i've gone through the musical i've gone through both life actions okay both i've gone through the anime the only thing i still need to go through is the manga and the reason i have I'm, i'll say this you can't call me a fake fan because i'm gonna say this shit the reason i haven't fucking read the manga is because i want to buy the whole set i want a collection set that way when i have a house the first thing you see when you walk in is that motherfucking set of death note so i've gone through the bad homie to get to the good well i went to the good and then went through all the bad so i can go back and rewatch the good Okay, maybe not a fake fan, but you're a stupid fan for telling people to watch that live action movie. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta put no, you in. Don't. You gotta put in work. You gotta put in work. You can't just be from the put set. You gotta to put find in the work. Good part and not the bad part. You know, having a favorite anime is like I'm not gonna say it, but it's like joining a crew. You gotta put in work. You gotta go through the bad to get to the good. You think you can just watch all the good shit? That'd be nah. like saying I have my favorite meal. Is steak, but when, before I eat my steak, I always got to eat this plate of garbage first. Like, no, you yeah. don't. You can just skip to the steak. <laughs> this nah, man you, straight you gotta, up. You got to put it. You got to put in work. You got to. You got to. You got to beat the steak. You got to season the steak. You got to. You got to fry the steak. Put in work. How do you want the steak? You want a steak medium well, well done. That's still the if easy part. If you're Luffy, you just get the steak. True. That's yes. You, yeah. He, he, just, he might also he, go to garbage. I mean, we don't know. He'll still eat the garbage, but he'll go. <laughs> he's going straight for the steak. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care about the garbage. He cares about the steak. That's what he's getting. That's mm -hmm. that's his mindset. Yeah. But I say, look, okay, I, so, this is all one piece. Go for it. <laughs> so yeah, it it does appear that the creator of One Piece is uh, pretty involved uh, with the with the Netflix show. Um, I hope so. It, it appears that. Uh, the Netflix team is constantly uh, going back to to Oda and and their team is basically always giving them like notes and like you know things to like to keep it like the way it is to to respect the the manga. Mm -hmm. You know, so, if they really wanted to respect the manga, wouldn't it be better right? if like before they even started producing this? Like, they just made everyone on the team read the entire manga first. <laughs> wow. That would have been great. That's Honestly? fucking... If you read the entire manga and then make a show, you're fucking dedicated. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. any live action. 100%. Yeah, but yeah. at the that's same time, this is movie production. Yeah, that's true. But this is movie production and, like, TV production. Like, the, sh the shitty part about this is, like, they'll go 
take a whole production crew that knows nothing about nothing except how to do things and make them look flashy. Mm -hmm. Same shit with video games. And they'll put them in a room, show them a slideshow of the coolest fucking fight scenes that you can watch in One Piece or whatever the fuck it may be and say, go do it. And that's oh, why dude, when we are see... we gonna get a new version of the four kids theme? Okay, if we get oh, that, I, I'm happy. If we get <laughs> that, I, I will accept this live action show. <laughs> it's it's worrisome because it, they do that shit with everything. <laughs> yeah, and uh, another detail I see is they're covering up to uh, the Arlong arc. Well, so the end of the Arlong arc. So I think that's what oh, all okay. of East Blue, if I remember correctly. There'll basically only be four people on that boat by the time this is done. <laughs> so, okay, so they'll get, so they'll be getting Zoro, Usopp, and Sa Nami. Nami. They won't get to, they won't get to Sanji. Nope. They won't get to what? Oh man, Sanji. they won't get to Sanji. No, so get to Sanji. Sanji, they get Sanji before Nami, because Nami doesn't right join the crew until after oh, yeah, the online. Oh yeah. She's, she she shows shit. up, but she doesn't join the crew until later. Yeah, she shows up, steals some shit, goes back, then they get okay, that makes sense. Okay, oh, we get yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So we so we do get to see Mihawk. Okay, uh, so you're Don Krieg. So you're saying that okay. we don't get Tony Time too? We don't get Tony Tony Chopper. We don't get two times Tony? No, <laughs> no you know we what? don't I get double just... Tony Chopper. Okay, okay. I don't wanna see Live action adaptation of Tony Tony Chopper yet. I don't you think I'm ready. You're not ready for yet. it. No, I don't think anybody's ready for it. <laughs> I think they I can wanna, do it. I want to know what the fish people will look like. They're just gonna. I oh, bet they're just oh gonna look god, like. Yeah. Oh my god! Fish. What if? Oh my god! What if they make them look like, like the fish monsters from like Power Rangers? Oh, you know what? Even better, they're gonna all look yeah. like uh, the shape of water fish. They're all gonna be like super attractive. No, guys, oh. no. They're gonna they're gonna look like the shark guy from the Suicide Squad. I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with that. That'd be sick. Honestly, I'd be okay with that too. I'd be okay with that. Especially with how much money Netflix has, I wouldn't be surprised. I also wouldn't. <laughs> I also wouldn't be surprised if Netflix is not using all their Netflix money. Like we set aside five million, that's enough, right? Right? It's it's anime people. They don't need money. Yeah, I mean, sir, One they're gonna watch, watch it anyways, anyways. You know? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Oh my goodness. They don't care about us. I am. You want us to watch? Ashamed. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, I'm still gonna watch it. I mean, if I'm gonna be yeah. honest, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still watch it. That part, I, I love I your honesty. What the budget is. I will. Yep. I'm still gonna yeah. watch. You tell me it's worse than the Death Note. But why are we hyping it up? Why are we hyping it up? <laughs> you know, because we're slaves to capitalism. Because we always hope that something new that happens to a show is better, even though it never is really. <laughs> yeah. We all hope that this is the one time they get it right. <laughs> But right. it's not. Maybe. <laughs> so, any last thoughts on the One Piece uh, live action show? Coming to Netflix? You know, honestly, this is, my, this is my own thing. Like, Paramount Plus is putting in some work. And that's not just me, right? 
No, like, Paramount Plus is putting in some work for these like live action. So, like every show is trying to go through like Paramount Plus. Like what's going on? <laughs> they they, they want to compete. Apparently, apparently they do. Yeah, they're going after the gamers, and yeah, yeah, the gamers. Well, I don't know, because I feel like a lot of people maybe they'll pick up Paramount Plus for these two shows and then just drop it. I don't think they'll stick around. One hundred percent, they'll do a practical. Depending on how I'm good it sure is, they the... will. Yeah. I don't know. That player one, I mean, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see what cameos will be popping up right there, you know? Yeah. For real. All right. Yeah, I think that'd be I'm set. Y'all ready to get into the first segment of the night? Yes. I'll pretend I am. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you should have prepared this. You should have prepped for this, sir. All right. Let's get it, gents. Check this out, y'all. New segment from Yo Invite. Make sure you pay attention, listen close, and enjoy the show. So, listen to what I'm about to say. Dragon Ball Z is without a doubt a great anime. But one thing I always hear from DBZ fans is that no matter what you say or no matter who you bring up, he not beating Goku. All my DB, all my DBZ fans, grab a seat because this is the segment for you. Right here, right now, on your invite, this is He Beating Goku. So pay attention, because here are the rules. It's actually pretty simple. We invite two guests on the Yo Invite, and we put them into a ring. We give them one opponent, but they get one person to fight in their behalf. Their opponent, the one, the only, Goku. Now, our two guests have free range to pick any type of fictional character that they would like. It could be from someone as, I was going to say weak, but um, creative as Dobby from Harry Potter or someone as strong and mighty from the Marvel Universe, such as Galactus. It's up to them to prove to me and Ruben why their fighter would destroy Goku. All right, gentlemen, the stage is set. The opponents have arrived. Stepping up to the ring first. Rudy, who you got by your side? Let's go. Who you got, sir? Okay. So let me just, uh, let me just start off by saying this guy originates in Japan. Oh. This being, this Ooh. beast, beast, originated in Nintendo. Okay. 
Oh no. And this is <laughs> by far one of the most overpowered characters in Nintendo. And, you know, this character has had, you know, their their fair share of shows. You know? Mm-hmm. And this being I'm going to bring up, you know, was made in 1992. And made. is very cute. And this is the one and only. Oh, my God. Shaped like a Kirby. friend. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> no way. No fucking way. I'm bringing Kirby into the mix. Okay. Okay. Mm. Wait. Mm. Before, you, before, you, before you explain why, your, your fighter has been chosen. Do not engage it. Okay. Daniel, you see who Rudy's bringing up? Mm-hmm. Who are you summoning to fight by your side? Well, Summon. when I when I walk up to the arena, you're not going to be able to see who I'm with. Not with your naked eye. So my character uh, comes, from, comes from the West, from some... Uh, I think some great minds over at, at Warner Brother. Oh, um, here so we go. It's a threatening character. This this is a villain. I'm bringing a villain. I'm bringing a killer to to this my side of the ring. Um, my character is known as Thrax, and that you may not recognize that that name right away, but I think y'all know Ozzy and Drix. Am I right? Good. Y'all, y'all have seen that cartoon Thrax? Oh no! Osmosis Jones. Oh no! Oh my gosh! And I think we know Goku's matchups versus viruses and diseases. It's not a good matchup for him. We've seen how he's done that in the past. Wait, 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 wait! Do not do before you engage. (laughs) Before you engage, because. I, you have a good reason to already engage. You're you're bringing up a virus, and we already knew. We didn't know he was in there until now. We know he's in there. Jeez. Okay. okay. Jesus Christ. God, Ruben. What did we create? Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, so, I'm going to make this more interesting. Oh, God. I'm going to flip a coin. Oh, here we go. I'm going to flip Tail. a coin. Now... Here's the coin. The live stream can see. Make sure to follow us on Twitch so you can see the live stream. Watch too much football. Tails. Okay. <laughs> Rudy. You call it. Heads or tails? On three. One, two, three. Tails. <laughs> you said tails? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that's it. So I cannot show it to. So, I I can. You guys can see I'm not fucking lying. Oh, you can't even see. I'm bad at this shit. I'm new here. Mm. All right, Daniel, would you like to go first or after? Oh uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll continue. I'll continue because I was on a roll. Yeah, it's heads. So so, go ahead. You have so, four minutes. Right. Cool. So, we already know how Goku dealt with heart disease. He needed future medicine from Trunks, from some alternate reality, to come save him. 
He may got maybe strong on the outside, but on the inside, he just couldn't handle it. Also, Goku's durability it's inconsistent. Um, if you remember in uh, what movie was it? Res- Resurrection F, Res F with the Frieza movie. He got taken out by that one guy, that one little uh, minion's little ray gun. So I'm, I'm concerned about him. Also, um, in I forget which arc this was, but when they fought against Universe 6, the little Frieza lookalike dude, he was taking people out with poison. So we already know he's not good with heart disease. People in DBZ are susceptible to poison taking out people post-Z. And so I got Thrax here, who's about to take out Bill Murray. And I think Bill Murray, well known to have time manipulation powers as seen in Groundhog Day. I think that would put him at least on hits level. Um, (laughs) I I think this is very, very scientific reasoning I'm using here. Um, Some of y'all maybe want to bring up how he was able to go inside Majin Buu's body and fight. But that was only because Majin Buu absorbed Goku and took him inside. Goku has no way to go inside his own body to defeat Thrax. He has zero defense. Um, Also, you might want to say, well, Bill Murray's cells was able to fight Thrax, but it's not just Ozzy. It's Ozzy and Drix. Bill Murray also had outside help to defeat Thrax. And Goku does not get outside help in this scenario. It is simply Goku. So I don't think Goku cells are up to this task to def- to defeat Thrax. And Thrax is a killer. He's going on on record to kill people faster and faster each time. Thrax has been known as many different diseases. And as Thrax said himself, makes Ebola look like dandruff. I don't think Goku's ready. <laughs> I don't, I don't know I how much ready. time I got left, but but I think I said my piece. All right, cool. So you reclaim your time with two minutes left to spare. Rudy. You Wow. <laughs> you now have the time to rebuttal. You ready, sir? Alright. <laughs> yeah. Your time begins Man. now. Man, this guy thinking outside the box. I'm right here thinking, you know, mano a mano. But, you know, Kirby, he's a beast. He's a monster. You know, we're lucky we got him on on our side. You know? Kirby's power is literally infinite. Even at his weakest, he could beat he could beat Goku. You know? Kirby can be a Saiyan. You know, like you can you can probably throw some food at Kirby. You know, he'll eat it. That ain't no problem. You know, he'll swallow it, you know, no problem. Throw some food at Goku. It's going to take him a while, you know. But, you know, pound for pound, you know, Kirby is just all around just better. He can take more hits, you know, like all he has to do is just freaking like swallow him. Isn't his like belly like literally like a black hole or something? So, I don't know. Like, in terms of, like, just being, like, straight up overpowered, Kirby takes the cake. You know, he could definitely take him out faster, you know, with the right demeanor. So, 
I don't know. That's that's my take. Cool. I mean, you reclaim your time with uh, actually three minutes. Shit. Two minutes and fifty-eight seconds. If you want me to be in. Ooh, it's hot. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, this is the part where we, and when I say we, I mean me and Ruben, come to the table and we talk about the two opponents' choices. And we decide who is beating Goku. Now, we understand that two opponents that these people bring up would be Goku. That's the point of the segment. But we want to see who would destroy instantly Ruben yes sir I don't know how else to say it except that uh Goku Goku does have I'm just gonna say it Goku didn't do good with heart disease he didn't yeah, I mean, this this man literally started off with the, you know how Goku did against heart disease. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, oh no! I was like, <laughs> I I you know this man's cardiac process is garbage, right? Yeah, like, oh, his <laughs> his track record with his health is pretty bad, so bad that the future fell, literally. But on the other hand. It's fucking Kirby, son. Like, oh no, I'm. How do you, how do you beat Kirby, I'm son? I'm 100. That's a good question. I'm 100 scared that Kirby would just straight up like inhale Goku, spit him back out, absorb his power, and then like spear ball the shit out of him. Like, just fucking just absorb his own power, go Super Saiyan four, <laughs> just beat this get senseless. <laughs> yeah, because like, makes this man look stupid. Like, any form of Super Saiyan this man goes, if he gets close enough to Kirby, eat. Just quick. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let me see. That was Rudy's I'm time trying to find flaws time. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find flaws in either of them. Um. I mean, with Kirby... Goku technically doesn't have to get close if he doesn't want to. Technically. But even with energy blasts and shit like that, Kirby can still absorb energy blast. He can do that. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Someone asked... Denise asked... Melo asked... Damn it. Is Ultra Instinct a thing for Goku? Uh, I believe it is. You, you I Goku, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Ultra Instinct a thing? Do you think? Do you think we should add that? I'll probably add some things, but or is it like the most? Do we just put the most current iteration of Goku as the one that they're beating, or what? I think for this one, uh, we'll just take Goku in all forms. You know what I mean? Since it's the first episode. Yeah. But I think going forward, we can do that where we'll say like, let's do Super Saiyan three or Super Saiyan four. Mm. Hmm. Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. <laughs> right. But. Yeah. Okay. I still think 
damn, they're both they're both good choices. Honestly, very good. So Kirby can Kirby can absorb all of Goku's energy, mm-hmm. and also he can absorb Goku. Hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Everything is the third dimension right now. <sighs> if I may see, moving on to Thrax, correct? Yes. You see, with Thrax, the only thing I could think of is if we see what we've seen before in like Osmosis Jones, where everybody has its own like antibody police force in a way. Mm -hmm. Then how is Goku's matched up against Thrax. I mean, probably still weak as shit, but I mean... <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and He couldn't fight off regular heart disease. And, no. Or poison. <laughs> no. And here's the thing that we also want to take into consideration. If this fight just so happens to go on, even if Thrax is killed, he's still with the touch of his finger able to poison certain areas. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like... It only takes one touch. Mm-hmm. This man just goes to the heart and touches that. Yeah, he's that's done. It. So goes to his brain, touches that. He's done. <laughs> so if that oh, happens, yeah. and even if Thrax dies, if this happens and Kirby just so happens to fight him after, then Kirby's fucked. Not really. How? How so? Isn't he? Wouldn't that disease? Okay, so like, say if you eat a piece of meat that has a tapeworm in it, you feel me? Yeah. You get the tapeworm. Sure. Say if Kirby... See, but, Kirby but Kirby's different, though. I know, I know what you're getting at. You're saying that if you throw Goku with Thrax inside, mm-hmm. then Kirby might also be collateral. Mm-hmm. See, but what you're forgetting is that Kirby's stomach isn't like a regular... It's not a stomach. It's a separate dimension. <laughs> it's literally a different dimension. Like I've seen, like there have been some canon show the study like in the Kirby show that shows the inside of his stomach and it is literally an empty void about it as expansive as a galaxy inside of his mouth and he he doesn't eat any of this food he just sucks it up to suck it up he does not care <laughs> also I'm pretty sure this man is immune to disease because <laughs> this man doesn't have bones or probably any type of digestive system he just exists <laughs> honestly slightly freak of nature to be honest with you <laughs> i i think i think what's going i think what i'm trying to figure out right now between the two of them because i know that they can both take out goku in their own way i'm trying to figure out speed I'm trying to figure out how fast they can be able to do it honestly that's that's what i'm mostly concerned about you right bring now. that up and it changed my mind completely and also something that Melo said was, if it's all forms of Goku that they're fighting right now, then Ultra Instinct Goku would be faster than Kirby. Hmm. Would he be? I'm not sure. Ultra Instinct, he's basically predicting things that happen, like, before they happen, right? But if Kirby, like, straight up just, like, inhales an entire field and shit with him in it, like... And... We- 
Kirby has right, gone against like, the speeds really... of Sonic. The Hedgehog yeah, himself in Smash. Sonic the Hedgehog. You see, here's the problem. Thrax is a virus. Viruses work slow to kill if they're not attended to quickly. So... And it wouldn't be. Yeah. Depending on the fight or depending on the circumstance. Because at DBZ Medical, it ain't good. It's just yeah, not good. that's true. See, this, see, it just depends on the context. Like, if Kirby's fighting Goku mano mano, it might take him a minute to like absorb Goku's power and then use Goku's own power to like clap his cheeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, if Thrax lands, like, say, for a most optimal fight with Thrax, if Thrax attacks, like, as soon as like Goku goes to sleep and just has like, you know, a couple hours to just kind of do his business without anybody interrupting, which no one would be interrupting anyways. But like. Then nobody would also like know that he did either. Like he'd just be dead by a morning and shit like that. And then like, yeah, I don't know. The context, sir. Are... It just depends. Well, with the fight setting being an arena, I do believe that we have to uh, make a decision. Let us uh, let us elaborate behind closed doors and fellas talk about your or talk amongst yourself really and what you feel the outcome might be Dankins, rudy mm. the floor is yours ruben check your dms All right, Rudy, how confident do you feel about your your representative fighter? You know, the more I think about it, like, the more I think, I think Kirby can do it faster. Uh, just, like, just, mm-hmm. like, you know, all it takes is, like, like, one chance just to absorb me. Well, you know, Goku like, can't Kirby, teleport. Kirby, Kirby. He can teleport. He can teleport, you know, to a different universe. I think he could get away. He could. Mm-hmm. But he also he needs he needs doesn't he mm-hmm. needs like something to teleport? He needs to get like an energy. I mean, like he, he needs tele- to. He can teleport to a place he's been. He knows to he knows where another universe uh, is. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, when Gotenks um, and Super Boo escaped from the hyperbolic time chamber by yelling. Literally so, yelling. Literally yelling. So therefore, I think even if Goku did get absorbed by Kirby, Goku could yell and escape the dimension of Kirby's stomach. But absorbing Goku isn't defeating Goku. You know, I, like, I know, but he I'm can, saying he can, he can, he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't, he have to have the fight. Whereas, Thrax, yeah, yeah, he can't he can. fight Thrax. Okay. There's nothing he can do. It's just a matter, it's a time limit. So, I think it's deciding what's going to take longer for Thrax to, to kill Goku or for the fight to happen between Goku and Kirby. It's a race, I think. That's how I think of this right now. But you're, you're talking like if Goku's going to always be like on the defensive. 
Yeah, you know? but I mean, there is no defensive against the Rats. There's nothing he can do. So I was going to say, what, who's going to be faster, Kirby or Thrax? I think this is what it comes down to. They both can kill him, but who can do it faster? They can both definitely kill him. Mm-hmm. But who's? I, I think that that's the criteria that our judges are looking at. Hmm. Um, I mean, let's think about it like this. Say, say Kirby absorbs Goku, mm-hmm. like early in the fight. Goku doesn't okay. know what he's going up against. All you right. know, Kirby doesn't know what he's going up against. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Kirby's Kirby first instinct him. would be to inhale his opponent. I, I, I admit that. Okay, Kirby's power is infinite. Say he absorbs Goku, and gets Goku's sand powers. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, sand powers, sand you know, powers. ascend. They but keep. They keep. Would be you? Kirby gets their signature ability. Would his signature ability be Super Saiyan or Kamehameha? His signature ability. Which would is he get? Power scaling. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awfully convenient. That would be rather convenient for you. Yes. <laughs> oh. And he somehow always does that. <laughs> but, how, but I just he might just get a Kamehameha. Which he I could get a Kamehameha, which, which would be cool. Is, It'd be cool. You know, Goku would also want to do a Kamehameha against mm-hmm. Kirby's Kamehameha. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this, is, this is the most Goku thing to do. It would you be know? beam struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, beam struggles. But he, again, he doesn't know who he's going up against. All right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And Kirby's power is literally infinite. Goku's is finite. Mm-hmm. Like he can ascend, he can ascend after he gets defeated, mm-hmm. but he has to get defeated. Yo, so maybe after the fight, you know, he'll uh huh. Like rematch, round more. two might, might be on might a be rematch. Better. He'll still he'll still lose. He'll just be, be a little closer. better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. So it's just a matter of like, yeah. I mean, because Kirby does copy abilities. He copies abilities, but he also copies hairstyles. Mm, that is true. I think that hairstyle would give him a power up. I would admit that. You know, like, like, and Goku's constantly ascending. You know, we don't know what's coming up next. Kirby can jump to probably what's next, both physically and metaphorically. Yeah. What happens if Kirby somehow inhales Ultra Instinct Goku? Mmm. We get Ultra Instinct Kirby with the with the Ultra. Blue yeah. Mm-hmm. We get an ultra fast Kirby. That's actually pretty scary. I think there's an aspect of this we're not thinking about with time. Because time works very interestingly in Dragon Ball Z. Because sometimes yeah. five minutes is ten episodes. <laughs> you know, so we we, get, we, we also yeah. have to figure out how time works in our arena. Is is five minutes <laughs> yeah. gonna be ten episodes in our arena? You know, I don't know. Are they? Are how long they, was are the of the power? I don't remember. Are they gonna be constipated? Exactly. <laughs> Hello, exactly. gentlemen. Did they get to have a good meal? How we doing? <laughs> I think we're doing all right. I uh, we're, we're anticipating all right. your results. I, I love the uh debate amongst each other. 
just all the shit you were saying. <laughs> so, first things first. Thank you, Mellow88, for the 18 bits before 36 minutes ago. I'm sorry I missed it. And the 12 bits just now. We appreciate appreciate all your support and love to the podcast that you show. Listen, gentlemen, we've talked about it. We've debated about it. We've gone back and forth about it. And me and we my co-host... Yes. Me and my co-host have come to the decision that you both put up good arguments and may i say can i give it up to these two please give it up to these two for picking great options for the first uh time we did the segment to make us really think and decide what we were going to do or who we we're going to pick so great job guys um but there the is a loser here yeah. <laughs> and, and it's with, goku <laughs> it's always going to be goku um with that being goku. said the winner of the first segment of he beating Goku is Daniel. You are taking this one home today, sir. You are taking this oh, one home. Oh damn! I didn't expect that. Because Whoa. because. <laughs> Here's why. Yeah, it, honestly. <laughs> One thing you were saying right before we came we came back in was it all depends on time in this arena. Now, time works in normal speed like it would work for me and you. Now, here's the thing. 30 Thrax, minutes is 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, Thrax has the ability to just go straight to the heart. If he can work through any antibodies or any type of white blood cells, red blood cells that that sand has... He can easily work through them with speed and precision. We've seen it in Osmosis Jones. We've seen if he has a plan, he can execute it. The only reason he lost was because he got cocky. Now, if he goes directly for the heart, knowing that Goku has had prior heart disease, it is an instant death. If not, a heart attack for sure, which we know he won't be able to yeah, survive. Like, even if he doesn't know... Even if he doesn't know Goku's previous heart conditions, I mean, just going for the heart in general will kind of be kind of game over. It's game over. Uh, <laughs> now, Rudy, your opponent, being Kirby, puts up a really good fight. Because, like you said, he could just absorb whatever um, form Goku is in. And depending on what form he's in, he could just power scale to the next, just like Goku. But the fight would be too long. You see, Goku's used to fighting. He loves a fight. He can go for a long fight. He can't handle a heart attack. Unless he has probably a couple sensu beans or something. But from what I've seen, there ain't too many medics in the DBZ universe. So thank you for playing. We appreciate you. But we have to give it to Thrax. Daniel, congratulations, sir. The first winner of this segment. Do you have anything you have to say before we move on to our next? Uh, th thank the judges for their their wise decision. I, I respect the great warrior that is Kirby. Uh, an amazing op opponent to go up against. This was just uh, I, I counterpicked Goku. I straight up counterpicked Goku. <laughs> I knew what I knew the matchup, and I, I picked specifically what I knew could take him out. But I think against most other opponents, Kirby would have prevailed. Really so did. thank really you both. 
All right. Rudy, do you have anything to say before we move on? Yeah, I had a very great pick. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I immediately <laughs> regretted my decision when I heard threat. And I was all like, oh, shit. We, <laughs> we, we love a good sportsman. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But Kirby's a beast, though. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Now no, honestly, it was Kirby no more. <laughs> we were straight up like, Goku will probably get absorbed by Kirby on purpose just to have a good fight and shit. So, like, yep. <laughs> He's like, oh, he can absorb power. You're telling me you can get more. <laughs> He's like, what? Here, yeah, he gives him a bag of sensu beans and shit. Like, <laughs> want to beat up my son too? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Bruh. On that note, let's move on to our next segment, y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Look. All right. We'll tell you if it's good. We'll tell you if it's whack. Do me a favor. Turn up your volume right now on your invite. This right here is keep it a stack. Keep it a stack. Keep it a stack is the yo invite segment where we all sit down and we talk about the things in the industry that we might consider a hot take or we would like to talk about because it impacted the show or the culture in some way. All right, y'all. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, for this hot take, um, I think I'll just kick it off. So, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but how I feel about it is that there's too much live action. There's way too much live action. That's a hot take. Well, no, I got a text message. I'm sorry. Someone texted me like <laughs> some te someone texted me very like we need to. T I'm like, whoa, what happened? Uh, you know, maybe pause. But check this out. Look, awkward moment. I don't care. There's too much live action going on. So look, we have live action. Last of Us coming out. We have live action. Um, Uncharted coming out. We have live action. What? Uh, One Piece coming out. Live action. What else? everything live action this live action that i'm afraid the live action might be whack like i'm scared all these things that i know and love are being taken by these big name companies and just being spit out because say it for me daniel hashtag what Capitalism? No. Or gamers. Which one were we going with? We'll go with both. I, know, I think capitalism was the answer I, to that, but I think you were looking for hashtag. Yeah, gamers. yeah. I was looking for gamers, but we'll take both. <laughs> um, you know, they are using us to profit off of their own pocket, and mm -hmm. it it's kind of getting a little scary. So, 
I don't know. Like for example, y'all, I don't know how long these adaptations have been going on, but um, how do I say it? I talked to my grandmother today, right? And I wanted to get her opinion because I was so irritated on things being remade and live actions coming out. And I mm -hmm. asked her how much live action has she seen or what types of things that we see nowadays were radio shows or like old TV shows to her that she sees live action now. And she's like, oh, that's annoying. The first thing she said was how... Lone Ranger used to be a um, radio show. I think that's what she said. Lone Ranger, right? Mm, I didn't know that one. Yeah, Lone Ranger used to be a radio show, and then it got turned into a TV show. But she said when it got uh, like the adaptation of like the movie, that it wasn't like perceived proper or it wasn't like delivered properly. Um, another one she said that was, was "You say what?" That was the one with Johnny Depp, right? I believe so. The Lone Ranger. Yeah. The one where Johnny Depp plays an Indian man. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so you see where I'm going okay. already. Another one. Just she, wanted to make sure. Another one she pointed out. Uh, I didn't know. Did y'all know the little? Y'all know Little Orphan Annie? Or am I just yeah. like? Okay, cool. I'm not the only one. Cool. I was about to say. Um. So Little Orphan Annie, bro. Did you know it was a radio show? You're gonna start telling me everything's a radio show, and I'm not gonna believe you because I can't believe that. Okay, Little yeah, Orphan Annie. No. Little Orphan Annie, she said, was a radio show. This is I didn't Google any of this. I just wanted to like play mm. on the fact my what my yeah. grandmother told me. So I'm gonna just go off of what she's. Grandmothers me. are wise, I believe. I'm not gonna say she lied. You feel me? Little Orphan Annie. Yeah, they're it, wise. Yeah, Little Orphan Annie was a radio show. Um, a show called Burns and Allen was a radio show, and then now it's TV. Young Doc, uh, Young Doctor Malone was a soap opera and now the soap operas that they were taking and um doing on what is it called radio they took and like just started making them on tv when tv was created uh edge of night was a radio show that got turned into a tv show a lot of stuff this one's gonna fuck you guys up this one's gonna fuck you guys up so there was a radio show right it's called amos and andy look it up amos and andy viewer discretion is advice Amos and Andy was a show for where they were talking about black folks stuff, right? I don't, she didn't give me too much detail, but the main detail she gave me was the people that played Amos and Andy were fucking white people playing as black people over the fucking radio because back then they just <laughs> didn't give a shit. Mm. So I say that to say she's seen much worse, but... <laughs> I'm pissed off too. You know what I mean? Like this shit's mm. been going on for years. I use that to say this has been going on for years and people have been getting upset about this for years. So how are we feeling about this? Now that I've given you all that information, like how do y'all feel about this live action? Y'all personal experience and maybe some past experience y'all have seen. I'm just reeling from the fact that this whole make it live action thing has been going on so much longer than I realized. Just hey this old thing was popular let's just do that again i didn't like i didn't know lone ranger was a, a radio show because i know my dad watches like old old western stuff and he watches that i didn't think that was an adaptation of something else um but yeah now i'm thinking about it 
yeah, nothing, nothing's original. They're like just take an idea that already exists, so we know we're gonna make money off it. And now the big market is gamers, so just adapt, you know, games, anime, whatever, make it live action. Um, and you're not gonna get anyone who knows about it. You're gonna get people who know how to make things quote unquote marketable and not care about, you know, the actual series. Yeah, I think for me, I think I'm just the most afraid of like, okay, so obviously I think I'm the most afraid of the fact that it looks like Hollywood and like it's what, how long has Hollywood been around? Been less than like a hundred years and they've run out of movie ideas already. They've run out of movie ideas. They've run out of original movie ideas. It only took a hundred years, guys. <laughs> we are in for the long haul. If their best forms of making money isn't trying to delve into something new, but instead taking stuff that was popular in the past, making it worse, and then basically marketing the basically marketing the branding of, oh, you used to love this, so you'll watch. We know you're gonna watch this again, even though you know it'll be worse. Like that's their whole business model now. Like I can take as many examples as I need to, but I can just I can just start with any Disney movie that has been remade ever <laughs> as an example. Let's start with I don't know, Mulan. Let's start with Mulan. Anyone seen Mulan, the live action? Yeah, if I may, Mellow eighty eight had said that Mulan could have been way better. She was on this way before you said it, man. I'm sorry. Give me one sec. Mello, did you pay the extra $30 it took to watch that movie? Please tell me you did not. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. <laughs> I need a response. Yeah, it, it kind of takes a lot of its own self-disrespect if you're going to put a movie onto your monthly paid platform and then charge people an extra $30 on top of their monthly subscription. Uh, to watch a terrible movie. You know, if if they just did that same movie again and just added in random Eddie Murphy clips, I'd watch it at least. Honestly, if, you just if told they, me they edited it in Eddie Murphy clips, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'll watch it. Be like, you know, I'll give this a shot. If they added in one song, one mm -hmm. song from the original movie, I would watch it. I, yeah, I would one like one song and five Eddie Murphy clips. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, that's all they need. Mm-hmm. They, they, can, they can put in a, the cartoon Mushu for fun, and I wouldn't even, like, that wouldn't break my sense of reality at all. I would totally it enjoy wouldn't. it. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. She's, but yeah, every single movie. I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off. She said no, that she didn't pay. Her friend did. Um, oh, we're sorry for your friend. She was mad we're that certain friend. songs weren't sung. And by certain, yeah, I mean all of them. Yeah, all, all of the songs were not sung. And they can bring in any songs. from. They brought in, like, instrumentals of, like, maybe one song. I think the, uh, I think it was the first song. But I think other than that, every other song was just, like, generic and bland um, yeah, but just in general, that movie was terrible. Uh, other examples I can give you, The Lion King. That wasn't even technically live action. It was 
<laughs> just yeah, was realistic CG. animation. Yeah. yeah, it was realistic CG, and it was still terrible. <laughs> like, how? How do you do that physically? Like, uh, and Mushu wasn't in Mulan either. Yeah, I know that was the honestly worst part. all I'm, movies I'm... could be improved by the inclusion of Mushu. Yeah, no, no, that's the one hundred percent true. Um, <laughs> you know what? Frankly, you know how they're remaking Dead Space? Put Mushu in it. Put Mushu in it. Yeah, Put they're making Mushu apparently in, a live action remake of Dead Space. Why not? They're making a live. Apparently, they're making a live action Lilo and Stitch. Put... Mushu would fit great in that. Mushu would one hundred percent be good in that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see them ruin one of my favorite movies. And <laughs> not again. Uh, not after all the rest. Yeah, Alice, wow. you know, honestly, even the ones where like they tried to like make this like the story a little bit different to like bring a different feel into it, it still wasn't super good. Like Alice in Wonderland, like back when that was a thing, I didn't understand. Like honestly, besides the fact that it was Alice in Wonderland, like I didn't understand it even more than I didn't understand the animated version, and that's pretty hard to do. <laughs> Animated Alice in Wonderland makes no goddamn sense at all. Real quick. Well, I mean, that's uh, that was a. Uh... Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to say shout out to the 11 people in the chat right now. It's not registering. It's showing five, but I'm counting here 11. So shout out to y'all. Love you. Nope. Thank you. 11 is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that Alice in Wonderland movie had that Tim Burton energy. So that. That that makes it difficult to understand, so I don't blame you. Yeah, I was like, mm. well, okay. Um, and then what was more recent? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. That was also just mm-hmm. unnecessary. I don't think it was yeah. like particularly insulting, but just like okay, it exists. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's the best yeah, compliment but- I can give. Uninsulting. Yeah, it, it exists. Yeah, it exists. <laughs> I'm not offended by it that's really sad that's really sad that that's the best compliment you can give to a uh like a remake and like from an like a movie like that like an animated movie or something like mm-hmm. that um let me see what about uh are there any good live action yeah i was gonna give you one right now um i mean one dalmatian that well yeah i like i like that one yeah, the that old one a, I, like I the like original the original one that's just fire yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed okay. it. Yeah, that, that one was pretty good. I think that was the last time they figured some shit out. It's um, really hard to get puppies wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and true. especially getting true. a whole big group of them on one screen, early 90s, no like special effects or nothing. You won. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Um, <laughs> opinion on Cruella. I personally haven't seen it yet, but I will nope. watch it and I can give. Oh, have you seen it, Ruben? Uh, <laughs> okay how about this we'll watch it and give our hot uh hot take on stereo <laughs> sir i don't want to watch that movie i already I've, like what i do you know what you said i already the terrible i i just i watch reviews of movies on how terrible it is oh my god because i already know it's i, know, I already thing. know i legit do the same thing <laughs> i'm like i already know this is gonna be terrible so i'm just gonna watch how terrible it is from other people mm-hmm. that have had the displeasure of watching yeah let me watch this two-hour review instead of watching the movie i'm gonna watch this two-hour review have you seen cruella yep. uh, already 
Uh, this man doesn't support the mouse. No, I do not support the mouse. The mouse is taking over the world. Oh, no. yeah, that's right. You don't support the mouse. We don't support the mouse. The 1%. Wow. <laughs> don't say the word because I wanted to try to get sponsored. So if anything happens, don't say it. Don't say who the, views the mouse really is. really do not uh, reflect the, the views of Yo Invite. We're talking about we're talking about 6ix9ine. Entertainment cheese. We're talking about dead mouse. <laughs> So, um, can I give you one more good one? Oh, I'd love to hear Personal it. opinion. I didn't really no. watch the, uh, cartoon. The original cartoon. But. I heard big booms outside. Um, but. Big boom. The live action version of Jungle Book. The one that came out more recently. Was not okay. bad i went right. because a guest oh. of the podcast uh shiloh he had his birthday and he had everyone go watch uh, jungle book and i'd never seen it bro jungle book was live action was good it was really good i was enjo- i was entertained i didn't even want to go to the bathroom okay i won't lie that, that's a pretty that's a pretty good choice i'm not gonna lie but i did see jungle book too also for said shadow's birthday and uh i've seen the original and the animated version mm-hmm. and they're honestly both pretty like honestly they're not shot for shot the same obviously it's not how it works but i feel like the actors that they got to portray all the characters were fine uh they did really good at what they did um uh, obviously i think that the animated version because it came first and it was like its own concept and doing that obviously they did it a little bit better but I feel as though that remake was a good, it was a good homage to the original animation while still, you know, making things a little bit, keeping things a little bit fresh, mm. as they say. What other yeah, live action? I haven't seen the live action one, but I have not heard yeah. anything bad about it. So that's, that's, that's different. That's I usually hear it's garbage, but I have not heard anyone said the Jungle Book movie was bad. So it's probably yeah, fine. I believe a, these people. He hasn't, seen a two hour, he hasn't seen a two-hour review about how bad it is yet. So no, I sure haven't. I sure haven't. <laughs> Keep it a sack. Okay, let, me give you, let me give you a well-proclaimed live-action adaptation of another form of media that is not on screen. Harry Potter. Ah. I consider book. We mm-hmm. consider books. Lots of movies come from books. You know, Harry Potter is a very big one. I, don't shoot me, have not seen any of the Harry Potter movies all the way through. Understandable. Hmm. I think it's a little different from adapting something and remaking it. I think it's it can be a little different. Not Not that adaptations are always good. But can, I, I think it's aren't. different. Can you go into detail for the people? What you mean by that? I think when you're adapting something, because with adaptation, usually it's like, all right, you've never seen what you think Harry looks like. You have your image in your head, but everyone's image is different. Um, I know there's like pictures on the cover, but for the most part, you know, every character you don't really know. Whereas like 
with Jungle Book, you had an idea. Okay, Mowgli looks like this. The bear looks like that, you know. And then you try to see how well they did that. With the book, I think the major thing is, okay, how well are you going to represent the story? Mm. And I think usually the issue is simply, you know, cutting down, uh, you know, whatever 300-page book into a two-hour movie or whatever. So it's usually the story mm. that's the problem, not necessarily um, maybe the, the, the props, the setting, the character design. It's usually you kind of just take that as whatever it is. Whereas if it's a remake of something, you're like, you know what? In the original, uh, that house was actually uh, 10 feet taller than that. Or this character actually had, uh, you know, this color eyes or this or that. There's a lot more to nitpick, I think. Because um, you're, you're comparing two already visual things. Um, right. That's just my Hell opinion. versus the world. What do you okay. guys think of that one? You might have got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was good. Uh, that is a good point. I honestly really love that movie. I cannot stop watching that. You can't tell me. I, I can't uh-huh. oh, you can go ahead. Well, as, as nobody knows here, because I've never mentioned it for any reason, uh, Scott Pilgrim is my favorite movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> I have watched both the movie and read all of mm-hmm. the books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you do when you're a fan of something. <laughs> Calvin, with that manga. Anyways. Shut up. <laughs> real fan over here. A real fan. Real fans over here. But have Anyways. you played the game? But have you played the game? I have. Okay. And okay, I'm bad cool. at it. Okay, I'm cool. bad at it, but I get through it. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, honestly, the ad like the adaptation for that, like obviously, there's a lot of things you like nuanced things that they cut down on, and like extra details that you know would have been fun to like see in the movie. But overall, the movie itself was still like fun enough to enjoy while getting the overall gist of what the like the story and the books were trying to cover. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think it was a really good adaptation. They had obviously a great cast for all the characters. Um, yeah, I guess the only the only issue is that it wasn't longer, so they could add more details, at least for me. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, yeah, honestly, yeah, Rudy, good on you. That was a good. That's a good adaptation. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Max. Um. So just a. Get some from the fans in the chat. Um, we have. Does pirates count as live action? Do you mean Pirates of the Caribbean? Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know. Peter Pan live action was good. I had never seen it. Well, it depends on which Peter Pan you're talking about. Hmm. Which Peter Pan live action you're talking about? A really old one. The one that literally had no sound. <laughs> yeah, there's there's also there's also <laughs> Hook, which is also technically an adaptation, and that movie was weird. <laughs> Ooh, this is a good one. Domino and Mello picked. Y'all are gonna like this one. Scooby, Dooby, Doo. Wait, you no, mean those movies? 
Yeah, they picked the, they oh, picked the movie. Oh, oh no, it. those movies were garbage. What are you talking about? What? That second one. What? Hold the fuck up. Let okay, me turn you know on what? my I camera. Remember the second what? One. You know what? To be honest, I don't remember the first one, but I remember the second one and the stupid plot with Scrappy Doo. No, that was yep. the first one, I think. That, what, that was, was that the first one? one? That was the second one. That was the second one. I thought that was the it second, second one. one. I thought that was that the first one. They went to Spooky, went to Spooky Island. First, I thought, and then they came back, and then there was that whole museum garbage. Okay, thing. whichever, which like, was the one with Scrappy, it was garbage. <laughs> I think it might be the first one. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. It was, it had, it was terrible. The jokes in it were, were just like, even when I watched it when I came out, the jokes felt juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know they changed, they changed a bunch of things. I knew that they wanted Shaggy to literally be smoking weed the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. they had to change it. <laughs> they also wanted like Straight Velma and Daphne to be complete lesbians for each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was. And they it changed was a that. Bit of a very interesting take on the characters. First off, would have been cool with that. Second off, <laughs> I, w- I would have also. Also, <laughs> would have saved the whole Fucking movie. <laughs> Anyways, um, but other than what? Isn't that the, isn't that the movie where they had fucking uh, oh what was that band motherfucking? <laughs> The Black Eyed Peas? And, uh, it was, uh, God, I forgot, but it was super 90s and it was super white. <laughs> <laughs> Domino said the the blonde girl's name was literally Mary Jane. <laughs> I do, for real, oh, dude. Seriously, God. I really wanted this thing. <laughs> oh they gosh. were just like, how can we make this? Daniel, they're, like, they're, they're right, going, guys, you got the chat going off. You got the chat going uh-huh. off so fucking much that it's like my, my computer Hashtag froze. engagement. Hashtag engagement. My computer froze. I'm, I'm, <laughs> dang, I'm happy. Um, I'm, you know, rewatch the movie. You know, perspective helps. You know, I'll be Domino's. As you get older, you realize, man, those things I liked as a child weren't as good as I remember. I used to think Master of Disguise was a good movie. Don't ask me why. Oh my I god, know. I did too. Honestly, I, I really did. <laughs> I thought that was a good movie as a kid. That makes like, three of us. I, I watched it as an adult, and I literally went over to my mother and apologized <laughs> for making her sit through that movie with me. It's so racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's so it is. Racist. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, oh, my God. Me, when I found out about Tropic Thunder. Or when I rewatched oh, it. Oh, well, I mean... I I legit like watched that movie back and was like, you mean to fucking tell me the whole time that was motherfucking Iron Man? What? You didn't know that? Wait, still haven't seen that movie. I was young, bro. I was young. I didn't know who Robert Downey Jr. was. You know what I I mean? I I knew the fuck Iron Man. The plot was was that he was playing an actor that was doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the plot. He was. But like, Uh but the whole time, like when I was young, you know, they say, oh, Robert Downey Jr. is gonna be like playing as so-and-so but i'm just like okay but they're showing the whole time they're not showing the robert downey jr we know the whole time it was being marketed it was like the robert downey jr in literally blackface so i'm like all right whoever that guy is i thought he was i thought he was black i thought the black guy was robert downey jr <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. and then when i got old like i never watched tropic thunder because my mm. parents were like you're not allowed to watch it as i got older and i watched it i'm sitting there right and I know who Robert Downey Jr. was, but I forgot he was in the movie. And I'm looking, and I'm like, this black dude's funny, bro. Who the fuck is this guy? And <laughs> the scene happens where he, like, starts to change, takes off his contacts, and he's like, 
taking off his mask and shit. And my jaw, bro, I'm like 17. My jaw drops to the fucking floor. And I'm like, you got cat fist. I was like, dude, <laughs> they fucking allowed this shit. You got to be kidding me. All right, you guys, I found the band. Uh-huh. What was it? It was Sugar It was Sugar Ray. <laughs> That's the name of a band? Well, Damn. yeah. My bad, I That's had That's the name of a band. Yeah, I wish Sugar I Ray was in a Yeah, I'm thinking Sugar Ray Leonard that when you say Sugar Ray. That's, I didn't know there was a band. <laughs> no. Yeah, Sugar, Sugar Ray. Ray the band. I, I really wish I could play the song because, like, when you hear it, you'll automatically know what yeah, it is. It's one of those things you recognize. It's really, it's really one of those things you fucking recognize. Sugar Ray is an American rock act formed in Newport, California. Ooh, Newport Beach, California. Okay, yeah. Wow, right. local. Super yeah. 90s, super white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can tell. Hey, hey, hey. Early thousands. Early 2000s. Hey man, they were in the nineties at some point. It was a different so time. Yep, it was a different time. So I we 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 have all these like live adaptations on the table and whatnot, guys. The real question is, oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Like, <laughs> well, well, it's a podcast, so shit. The conversation goes on, you know what I mean. But the real question for me is, how Ruben said, they're they're running out of ideas. Like, what? adaptations do you think are to come next or what adaptations i'll ask two questions what adaptations do you think are to come next and what adaptations do we just not need for me if i can answer the second question an adaptation that we don't need that i already think is either happening is invincible we don't need a live action invincible if you read the comic Invincible, you know how long Invincible is. It's a very long fucking comic. We have the show. And the show, the animated show, guys, it hasn't even, it barely scratched like 25%. If that, I want to say like 18% of what the comic book actually is. So, Invincible, don't touch it. What do you guys think? Please don't. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. Please don't. I, but I think... I think you're right that comics, since there's with all the MCU coming out, directors are going to be looking towards comics to adapt. They're like, okay, this superhero stuff is hot. There's old, there's decades of comics that people know nothing about except these mega nerds. Let's pick something and try and make it mainstream. I I see that's nope. probably going to happen, um, yeah. whether we like it or not. And we yeah, don't, definitely. really. <laughs> we definitely don't. <laughs> um, I think for me, I think, I guess live action is to stay away from, like, from now on and forever. Stop fucking making Disney's live action. Stop remaking Disney movies and making them live action. You're just making things worse. Stop doing that, please. Oh, they were you already don't want to see live action Monsters, Inc.? Oh my god, what? <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh my that god, would that, be hurt. Insane. that hurt me. 
<laughs> physically. Like, I know that I'm going to be done with live action forever if they ever come out with, like, and it's not even, like, not even really Disney, but in terms of anime movie, if they ever come out with a live action Trigger Planet, I'm done with live action movies forever. Oh, no. Because Don't even Trigger Planet is my jam. And if they oh, ruin that the movie. Oh. Oh, if they ruin that goddamn movie, <laughs> I swear to if God. If they were to do it, they would need the budget of a Star Wars movie. Oh, 100%. You cannot. If you if they didn't, I would I would go in and slap each individual production officer in the mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. 100%. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. to be fair, one live action that I do, honestly, I think maybe could work. Maybe. Just because... Uh, if they can follow like CGI, because it'll be mainly CGI and stuff like that. Um, you guys know the show Gargoyles? Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that might be a show that you might be able to get some live action, like, get into. Like, the plot is simple enough. It basically just has to spend all of their budget, like, making the gargoyles look good. <laughs> Honestly. Now, yeah. as long or as they, don't do, they can as long spend as they don't their budget up. getting big name celebrities instead. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they could. Because that's what they, that's what they're more likely to do. Yeah, probably. And now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that would take less work too. Yep. You're gonna have Eddie Murphy playing one of the gargoyles in his movie. <laughs> yep, exactly. You know what? I'd still watch it. <laughs> I'd still watch it. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> God damn it. I'm ex- I'm speaking things into head gargoyle. <laughs> I forget his name. He's like, why are we going out and hurting people? <laughs> Stop, please. <laughs> Eddie, no. <laughs> Mello said, yeah, but uh, I'm sorry, Ruben. Mello said, I mean, they already no, no. did Tomb Raider, Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. and Assassin's Creed, etc. There's no telling what else they're gonna do. They also you did know, Prince honestly, of Persia. Honestly. Fair enough. To be fair, Sonic, Sonic the, the Hedgehog, Hedgehog was, was a pretty good right. movie. Yeah, like yeah, pretty. Was that was right. pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. The other ones, yeah, garbage. But like, <laughs> uh, I just think also, of the stuff you know what? They're, they're doing the same thing though. They're getting big names. They're getting Idris Elba to be Knuckles, which confirms Knuckles is black. Uh, I think we all There's knew that, con- but in case you didn't, now oh, you do. Yeah. It also confirms that Ugandan Knuckles is canon. Yep. <laughs> that's as close as we're getting you know what take it as yeah, I mean, if you feel like it yeah like yeah like you know you guys know about the like the powerpuff girls live action if that's a thing oh my god i forgot about that oh my god that just sounds yeah but the script got leaked and oof that script was something damn <laughs> How much drama was it? Seventy percent drama and then thirty percent of actually doing shit, or <laughs> yeah, more drama. Yeah, it's like I don't want to hear about the sex life of the Powerpuff Girls. I oh, oh my, my god, gosh, really what? Don't. Yeah, that is not. I don't. The thing I, I don't. Hear. I don't. Nope. I'm good. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing I would have felt positive about the live action of Powerpuff Girls would be like the villains because the villains are better than the girls. <laughs> And I, this I is the part like where older, I say, mm-hmm. pause. 
we're all dudes so we probably might not want to see it but someone else might or it's not aimed towards us so i don't think girls want to see the powerpuff girls reduced to, to like be fair i agree teenagers. with your ass i because it's like they're older i think they're like all in college and instead of what's yeah. the what's the monkey guy's name the monkey villain Mojo, Jojo. Mojo. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like there's it's gonna be with like Mojo Jojo's son is a character instead of Mojo Jojo. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> nope. Um, nope. Not doing that. They're probably scrapping that, that script because it got leaked and then everyone hated it. So they're probably gonna take yeah. it back to the drawing board. I, I, if gonna... they have a live action adaptation of like him, I'd be okay with it. The best villain. I'm just going to say we need more women on the podcast so they can give us our take on it. Because I could say I agree and women don't want it all at the same time, but we might have someone on here one day that's like, fuck that. I mean, if they did it good, mm -hmm. that'd be one thing. Yeah, I, I think like I think that's for like, you know, black people, we, we want to see, you know, movies or cartoons with, you know, people we can, you know, we recognize people we can relate with but if you just do it and then like if you tropic thunder it you know <laughs> you don't want that mm -hmm. you know but we could do without it we could do without it you know oh oh my god wait i just i just realized one thing i just realized something right now uh did you guys see the latest um trailer for rick and morty no. Oh yeah, not yet. No, it's it's live. It's live action. <laughs> yeah, and it actually has uh, the, I think that's not a picture. Yeah, it's um, Doc from Back to the Future is gonna be playing Rick Sanchez. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, it's got Christopher oh, Lloyd wow, that's funny. in the in the freaking trailer. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, it's pretty great. You should watch. You should watch that promo when you. It's like like twenty seconds, but like it's the best twenty seconds I've ever seen in my life, and I don't need anything else okay. at, from Christopher Lloyd I'll except for this performance. Does anyone? I'm, I'm glad you finished that sentence. Cause I was gonna say something. <laughs> Does anyone actually have anything else to say before we conclude this episode? Um. No, and, and like any other like on, on that topic or any other hot take. Any, any, I mean, on that topic. Okay. Um, so stop doing it. Listen <laughs> to us, uh, us four guys on a podcast. Yeah. Curse you, Hollywood. All right. And the mouse. Curse you. Especially the mouse. All right. Last last hot take from me. This will be the hottest take of the entire episode, probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if it's aimed at children specifically, a live action codename Kids Next Door could work. Boom. <laughs> I think that's a good way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. If it's aimed think specifically it. at children, I think you're right. I think with that with that extra detail, it could work. Like, just think of, like, a Spy Kids type movie, but, like, Codename Kids Next Door. <laughs> that would work. Mm -hmm. Like, we need, we need that level of absurd. <laughs> so absurd that it just might work.
work. <laughs> yeah, I that's mean, pretty much what I, it is. I think the last thing well, I would have to say well. on all this is, uh, rate, 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 rate. All right, cool. <laughs> you guys good? Yes, sir. All right, I'm yo. doing pretty good. I think with that, it's time to let our guest take the floor, Ruben, and have their closing topics. So if you don't know how we would like to end your invite is we like to give the floor to our guests to share some, share some closing topics and some things that they think or would like to share, whether it be if they like the episode, just some advice, whatever it is they want, the floor is theirs. So whoever would like to go first, the floor is yours. Welcome to the closing thoughts of uh, your invite. All right, I'll go ahead and go. Um, my, my closing thought is, uh, no, I'm not going to go into that one because that, that's, that's a whole topic. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I just watched this uh, YouTube video about how far Madden has fallen and it made me sad. And I was going to bring that up. Don't don't buy the new Madden. It, it, it's, it's, it's even as not a sports fan, the thing, I, I really enjoyed playing Madden. You know, let me let me like if I just very quickly like just look at the can shout out the video I watched um, on like the decline of the Madden games. The soft um, drink TV. I, I think that'd be good. Yes, that one. Yeah, if you watch <laughs> soft drink TV on the the decline of Madden, just watch that and you're like, man, I remember having that feature before. I really like that mode. And then you're gonna be like, wait, why is that mode not in the new Madden? And then you're going to be sad, like I'm sad. So, yeah. If you want to be sad, watch that video if you like Madden. Um, but other than that, I was happy to be here. It was fun, some fun topics. I will. Um, I can't wait for my trophy for winning uh, He Beat Goku. Because I'll get a trophy, right? Right? Uh, my people will call your people. Okay, cool. That works. That works. Mm -hmm. All right. And the trophy um, be can I, I have an idea for the trophy can the can the trophy be like a goku like curled up in a crater like yamcha i would love oh really that's love great that. mm -hmm. i would really love that yeah first that's i like mm -hmm. first things first i gotta make sure the <laughs> the segment's okay for us not to get like in trouble but i'll work on that <laughs> all right that sounds good that's, I'll, I'll i'll uh i'll keep an ear out for for your messages on that trophy though all right it was uh member don't call me. We'll call you. All right. Sounds good. That, that that never is ominous to hear. Never. It's always good news when you hear that. Thanks for being here, Daniel. Appreciate you. Rudy, the floor is yours. All right. Well, it was nice being back on here. I actually look forward to any future episodes. You know, just, uh, just give me a shout out. You know, whenever, whenever you, you have any ideas, or I can, I'll definitely pitch you some some topics uh, in the future. You know, because you know that One Piece one really messed me up, and <laughs> just being able to talk about it, you know, really, really gets some some feelings out of my chest. But 
you know, moving on forward, you know, let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it pushing. You know, so far we're on a strong, strong start, you know, and looking forward to the future. Thank you everyone for listening. Rudy out. I appreciate you for being on here. I appreciate you for taking that spot to be on here, taking the time out of your day to be on here. You could be doing plenty of other things, but thank you for helping us out. Thank you for helping us grow. Thank you for all your support. Much love. Appreciate it. Um, before Ruben says what he has to say, um, yeah, that means get prepped, <laughs> Ruben. You know what to do. Um, oh, yeah. I think... For me, um, I'll have my final closing uh, thoughts for you guys, or closing advice, I should say. I forgot what I called it last time. Um, we get so lost in the new that we forget about all the things that came before to make the things that we see that are new great. Pretty much what I'm saying from that, not to be confusing, is we are told and we're fed as a society 24 7 and we grow up hearing out with the old in with the new well i hate to break it down to you all but some real shit i'm about to say that goes with us too human beings out with the old and with the new a job will replace you a relationship might not work out take the time to go back and appreciate as much as the old of the old as you can. For example, me talking to my grandmother about all the adaptations that have come out since she was a kid. It made me really think, damn, I should talk to my grandmother more about these situations or these things because come to find out, she's a little bit of a geek and a nerd herself. Now, I don't know how y'all wanna take that, but go pick up that old game. Go listen to that old 2000s R&B. Go take a drive in that old whip. But whatever you do, enjoy the old. Because the new is always not that great. All right, Ruben. You know what to do. Love y'all. You're right. All right. Now, before Ruben speaks, I, Ruben, would like to make an announcement. <laughs> uh, for any of you that have the app Stereo, I I'm, I'm going to be hosting a Yo Invite After Hours talk on stereo. Uh, topics to be decided. Just an extra chance for you guys to interact with us here at the Yo Invite podcast. Um, maybe talk about some topics that you guys wanted to hear that you might not have heard during the show. Um, yeah, just a chance to hang out, hang out, be a little bit less uh, formal with everything. Um, so if you guys do want to listen, will be on the stereo app uh, and it'll be under a tab for yo invite after hours under hashtag anime hashtag geek yeah we'll do it like that all right now ruben what's your announcement thanks ruben that was a great transition <laughs> so what i have to really say some serious advice this time is all right Never criticize someone until you've walked a mile in their shoes. That way, when you criticize them, they won't be able to hear you because you'll be a mile away. Plus, you'll have their shoes. Remember that.
<laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> we love you all, and we'll see you the same time next week. Yo, invite! Later, dudes.